0: spud here i've met a lot of people and i played some too and there's one thing i know people like to talk
1: (laughs) it's the spudcast that's where you at hey we at baby hi yo megan uh thanks for joining me for another episode of the spudcast podcast talking out my ass Uh, Joining me tonight, former WWL-TV weather dude Dave Nussbaum, who is leaving New Orleans to ply his trade in Birmingham, Birmingham, the greatest city in Alabama, Uh, but before he goes, he is going to remind us of all the crappy weather that we had happened to us in 2020, on top of all the other crappy crap that uh, crapped all over us this year. So uh, Dave Nussbaum, rubbing salt in the wound on this podcast right after this. Hey, what you got going this weekend?
0: Can't go to the game, you can't even tailgate, so what you gonna do? Go fishing! Get yourself a licensed and insured charter guide on LASaltwater.com. Super easy to follow that website. What you gonna catch? Where you wanna catch it? How you wanna catch it? All the big ones are waiting for you, and to top it off, you'll still be able to watch the game on TV, at the lodge, at the end of the day of fishing! Sounds great? Got an open spot for you, babe. You want in, just sign up on LASaltwater.com. Spot here for Serentine Comfort Systems. You've heard a lot of hot air out of me before. Well, now I'm talking comfortable, clean, germ-free air with the new iWave air purifier. It knocks down cooties, even COVID, from your home or business. Pathogens, allergens, particles, even smoke and odors. Wave goodbye with the iWave from Serentine. Quick install, no maintenance, $25 a month. Give the gift of healthy air this year. Call Serentine Comfort Systems at 504-833-8831. 833-8831 or go to srscomfort.com. If you find yourself near Metro Road or on breakfast time or lunch, you should make a pass by the Blue Line Sandwich Company. If you find yourself in Kenner at breakfast time or lunch, you should make a pass by the Blue Line Sandwich Company. Chalmette, the best bank, uptown, make a pass by the Blue Line Sandwich Company. Chef Brad McGee uses fresh from the farm ingredients, makes his own corned beef, Lay, and a jam in a day. Custom catering, dine in and carry out or let waiter bring your sandwich straight to you. The Blue Line Sandwich Company, 2023 Metro Road, a block off of Bonneville. Call Chef Brad at 504-309-3773. Okay, so uh, I'm talking to uh, Dave Nussbaum, soon-to-be uh, weather dude in Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham's the greatest city in Alabama. What's uh, what's the deal there, uh, there, Dave? <laughs> what What's in Birmingham? You can't get crawfish or, or po'boy bread in Birmingham. I, I, I don't understand. <laughs>
2: Well, it is a great opportunity. Uh, they kind of stationed out there in Birmingham, CBS Affiliate, CBS 42, found me and uh, asked if I was uh, uh, available and interested in a job out there. And so I, was, I explored it to see what they had to offer, and mm-hmm. it all worked out uh, into a favor and that contract was up and just uh, one of these things where, um, you know, you couldn't pass up this opportunity and so nope. we'll be heading out that way and um starting our new uh lives I guess, if you will out there and just uh, kind of looking forward to what they have and maybe you could save us the hurricanes chase me away nah,
0: no no but you know I mean, no man you got to crazy yeah, you got a kid you got a family man you got to think about mm-hmm. what's best for them and if this place offers you a better gig you got to go with a better gig i mean you know what i lived in new york and i lived in la and and i you know what i did the east coast i did the west coast i had to come back to the gulf coast cuz i you know I can't live in either one of those places. I'm a country boy,
1: but
0: you know, <laughs> you're still you're still in the country, even though you're a Yankee from Pennsylvania.
2: Ah, uh, yes, yeah, true.
0: But you know, you got you got uh, you got southernized. And Birmingham's a cool town. It really is. It I've is been, a I've lot. Been...
2: It's, it's growing. It's it's you know a lot bigger. It's, it's I think it's bigger than New Orleans. Not it that is. Much. Um, but uh, a little bit bigger TV market size, but um. You know, yeah, there's a lot there. It's a lot. Uh, they've they've really up, updated the downtown, growing downtown, new things coming. And uh, the station was looking for someone in my background and uh, experience level, and uh, so we got it to work out. And uh, looking forward to see what they have. Of course, I'm trading in hurricanes for probably tornadoes up there.
0: Well, there's more tornadoes <laughs> there than there are here, but there ain't that many yeah. tornadoes. It's not like 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 the Midwest, you know. This ain't Oklahoma, right? You know. Right. And Oklahoma's yeah, got like earthquakes and such now too, so
2: they got all kinds of craziness there. So, I'm obviously, still be tracking the tropics, and I still have family that from the North Shore to Baton Rouge to Lafayette. So, uh, I'm still going to be uh, coming down here visiting. So it's not like you're you're getting rid of me forever.
0: No, I mean, you, don't, you can't get crawfish in Birmingham, so no, unless you ship them in from <laughs> down <Yeah>. here. <laughs> and then by the time they get, well, I mean you can you know you can have you can go to a store and ask them to get some you know wild caught crawfish. And uh, have them shipped in, you know.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: When do you actually start up there, man?
2: Uh, I begin January 4th. and so, uh, And that, uh, that's, that's coming up here in a few weeks.
0: Yeah. Have you already signed off over here? I haven't watched. I'm, I'm...
2: I, I did. Uh, that Christmas Eve was my last day oh. uh, at TV. So taking this week of vacation this week mm-hmm. uh, from work and then uh, officially done on the 31st here. And then uh, moving on there in the week after and uh, kind of doing behind-the-scenes stuff probably about a week and then jumping on air and kind of taking it from there.
0: Well, cool. Well, congrats, man. Yeah, we're going to miss you, but I'm going to miss Thank you at you. church. Y'all don't know this, but I used to I used hog-tie Dave Nussbaum every now and again to come <laughs> help pass a basket with us. Of course, now since covid they don't do that no more. You go, you you walk up walk. and put your money, mm-hmm. or or uh, or uh, Father Tim's been very good at getting people to listen. but Just do it online. Just just do a little look. Go online right here and do this, <laughs> and then we'll just deduct <laughs> yes, it from yes. your checking account once a month, and there, everything's coped. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they're they're good to go. So, all right, let's get to the nitty gritty. Okay. 2020 has been a pain in the ass year for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention, okay, so we had the pandemic, we had the um, the election, we had numerous other things, crime rates going up, mm-hmm. and weather-wise, this has just been a bitch of a year. And it's and it's I can't remember this many storms. I mean, this here's some pizza. I mean, how many how many different Times were we in the cone of a storm, and how many times did we get hit?
2: So I, I want to say we'll take Louisiana versus just New Orleans area. Yeah, Louisiana, so, just do Louisiana. Seven to Louisiana. eight times in the cone this season. This season. So basically, we're living in the cone. <laughs> yeah. And um, five storms made landfall in Louisiana this year. Uh, it, it started way back, at the beginning of the season. We were watching. Uh, uh, the storms kind of popping up here and there. And then the first couple were fairly weak across the area. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as the season went on, of course, you do expect to get stronger storms out there. And as they continue to get bigger and bigger, you know, we want to keep them far away from us. But obviously that doesn't always uh, lean yeah. to be the case. But, you know, first one we got hit by was Cristobal early in the season. And uh, this one – uh, a tropical storm didn't do a whole lot. Uh, got us some pretty good downpours, maybe some minor damage with it, as it came right up basically right over the New Orleans area. So we got hit with that one there. Um, and then we watched Marco come up to Louisiana, and this one ta- basically just touched part of southeast Louisiana, right in the Lower Plaquemines Parish, but kind of dissipated as it did. So really zero impact in New Orleans. But at one point it was a hurricane in the Gulf of Mexico. Um, prior to that we had hurricane Laura makes landfall uh, on Southwest Louisiana, the strong type strongest hurricane ever to make landfall in Louisiana as a category four borderline category five hurricane.
0: So this was bigger. It was, it was more of a bitch than Katrina. Cause Katrina had downsized to a three. Correct. But... And even
2: Rita and Southwest Louisiana that same year, weakened to a three before yeah. landfall. And both of those were cat fives at one point in the um, Gulf of Mexico. Um, so Laura comes in as a four and just as devastates Cameron Parish, Calcasieu Parish, heading on into Lake Charles area. And Lake Charles really is, despite the damage they got, they got spared of the worst. They did not get the flooding that they expected. The storm started to come up there uh, through the Calcasieu River basin up that way. So they, they if you want to say locked out, uh, that's kind of what happened there. Obviously lots of storm damage though, wind damage uh, with that one. And so, you know, then we're like, okay, that was, that was pretty bad. You fast forward, and then we hit the Greek alphabet for the first time since 2005. Yeah. And it's like, what is going on here? Um, well, but, I remember uh, in
0: 2005 that there was a storm into the Greek alphabet. There was a storm that came off of uh, Africa and came halfway across the Atlantic and turned around and hit France. Now, I don't think it was a, a hurricane when it hit France, but it was like it was a tropical storm. And while France is not, you know, it's not like they're spared from that, they're, they're not, they're not something, that's not something that happens very
2: often. Yeah, Portugal, Spain, Portugal, Spain France, That uh, the, the peninsula there, I mean, they once in a while do get hit with stuff a lot of times. It's kind of a hybrid, part tropical, part not tropical system. And that happened again this year. Portugal got hit by uh, a subtropical storm, Alpha, uh, the first Greek name storm, yeah. kind of just went right in there. A rainmaker, minor wind damage, nothing significant with that. But then we had... Delta come through our area, Mm -hmm. and uh, that were more in Southwest Louisiana, and that made landfall roughly ten to twelve miles away from where Laura made landfall. It was just like seriously. Yeah.
0: So they got yeah they got hit three they got hit twice really bad.
2: Right. Yeah. So and the thing of it
0: is too about that was we got hit by stuff and it it put a dent in our ability to send them aid because we were we were dealing with stuff over here so. If we'd have been, nothing was spared, it seems like, this past year.
2: Yeah. And then after that, we got hit by Zeta. Yeah. And this was a borderline cat three. It was a cat two, a landfall, almost a cat three, missed it by one mile per hour. And I wouldn't be surprised when they go back and do a post-tropical report on every system when they come to Zeta. We definitely had winds along the coastline and maybe even some damage to support it to be a borderline category three we category three hurricane. So right now it's a two. We'll see if they do upgrade it. Um, I mean, it was one mile per hour away from it anyway, but we had wind gusts well over uh, cat three status. Uh, and so um, we'll have to wait and see if, if they try to do that. But uh,
0: um, well, what, what, di- what difference does it make other than for the record books right now? I mean, right. the storm has passed, the, the declarations have passed. I mean, if they kick it up one more mile per hour and, and make it a CAT 3, does that let people forgive you know loans or disaster assistance, or does it give us more, or is that just uh, something for the books?
2: It's just something for the books. The same we got hit by a major hurricane, and you know the first major hurricane hit southeast Louisiana since Katrina. And Zeta actually produced, as you know, a lot of damage oh, and yeah. widespread power outages over, what, half a million people? Oh, no, so. man. I,
0: yeah, believe me. I, I'm— very thankful for my uh, whole house generator because 10 seconds <laughs> after the power went off, it came back on in my house and it stayed like that for almost four days.
2: Yeah. it was, you know, and the, the unique thing about this was Zeta hit so late in the year in October Yeah. that after it hit, you know, we didn't have power. I lost power for five days, but it wasn't hot. Like, at night, you no. could open the windows, and it was in the 50s, so your house didn't overheat, you know, if, you didn't, if it didn't have power. So yeah. that was kind of the unique thing. Usually, you get hit in August, September. Hurricane hits 90, 95 degrees the next day. It's a beautiful day, but it's hot as
0: can but be. As hot as can be.
2: And the overnight lows are 75, 80 degrees, so it's just sticky and muggy. Uh, but uh, I guess that was kind of a unique thing with this one. Uh, but the other kind of unique thing was Zeta's eye went right over top of New Orleans. And that really hasn't happened since Betsy. Yeah. To get the actual eye over the city. And I went outside and experienced it. I've never been in an eye of a hurricane. I've been in many eye walls. Well I was in never... Betsy
0: I, yeah, I was in Betsy when I was a kid. But mm-hmm. I didn't go outside. I went outside briefly, yeah. My wife's going, What are you
2: doing? Here comes an eye. <laughs> it's like and it's cool it came during sunset, the sky was you know, you yeah. need everything I've read, you know, lots of birds flying around in the eye because they kind of follow it inland. There were tons of birds. Um, you know, it was craziness and then calm and then craziness again, just like in the backside of the eye comes in. And um, so uh, unique experience to go through that for those that haven't done that before. Um, obviously, you know, not great for damage and trees and all that stuff, but yeah. um, just something unique, that, you know, just crazy, to go with 2020, how just crazy the season was. Yeah. But um
0: but we, uh, we're gonna we're gonna pick it up right after this. So I'm talking with the folks out there. Talking with Dave Nussbaum, uh, former meteorologist at Channel Four, now moving on to Birmingham, Alabama. What's the number? What's the call letters of the station? Were you going W forty two? Yep,
2: W I A T.
0: I don't even know what that should be. W A I T. Wait, wait. I I got the story. Wait. Anyway, backward morning. backward born to Spudcast. Right after this. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish Coffee and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish Coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish Coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market. Or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of parish coffee. Spot here. You know I like to tease attorney Mike Brandner. Go big or go home. Go, Mike. Mike's got the big one. And he sings that little song he has to. And Brandner laughs at the joke, too, because he's got a great sense of humor. He doesn't take himself too seriously. But you know what he does take seriously? His clients. When it comes to fighting in court for the interest of his clients, that's where the laughter stops and the serious work begins. He's not afraid of the insurance company lawyers because he used to be one. And now he's on your side of the aisle, and that's where you want him to be. Get the big result. Go big. Get Mike. 345-1111. Okay, so there you go, and we're back with uh, meteorologist Dave Nussbaum, who's from from Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. but uh, but came down here because he was wise, and uh, soaked up some southern <laughs> some southern culture. Where's your wife from, Dave?
2: Baton Rouge. Well, oh, exactly. You?
0: From from Zachary, I know that area well. I grew up in mm-hmm. Gonzales, so there you there go. There you go. Yeah, that's a good. I like I like uh, I like Zachary. That's where when we uh, after Katrina, when the storm I, I, Mo and I were working on a movie. Uh, in St. Francisville. And mm-hmm. so we were at the Katrina, well, even before Katrina, so I had a hotel room in St. Francisville. So that's where I sent Mo and the kids to ride out the storm. And I was back and forth in the city to there, to Baton Rouge, taping and filming and different things. And uh, the cool thing about St. Francisville, is just like, it's a cool little town. But you had to drive all the way to Zachary to go to the drugstore. I mean, they didn't have, I said, dude,
2: well,
0: you can go there and see the myrtles and see if you can yep. see the the cat ghost and things like that. But it's like, <laughs> dude, if you need some aspirines, you gotta, you gotta go all exactly. I mean, we can open a Rexall drugstore and make a killing of it. Um, okay. So we still talk about 2005 as being the storm of all storms. It was Katrina. But like you said, uh, Lara hit as a, as a four Katrina and Rita both were knocked down to a three i mean the big deal about katrina is that the, the uh is that the walls failed the flood walls right. failed right. um this uh zeta storm that we had had a lot of wind damage laura had a lot of wind damage but not the flooding um i i I mean first off okay hurricane season from june 1st to november the 30th mm-hmm. who picked that i mean the peak is in september when's the earliest storm because i remember when i was a kid you know, you'd watch the thing and, and there would be a storm come through and they go, boy, if this was hurricane season, that storm would have a name. Well, why doesn't, it? Why, didn't, why doesn't hurricane season last all year since you can have a big storm that late and even after November the 30th?
2: Well, what you have to have is during the, June 1st, November 30th, the reason that time frame is given is that that's when the best conditions are usually favorable for tropical systems to form. And when we say tropical system, that means the middle, the core of the storm has to be what's called warm. Uh, think of a uh, nor'easter that hits up there. Of course, the northeast United States it looks like a hurricane, acts like a hurricane, except for, you know it's got the snow and the wind and stuff. But the how the storm forms is it comes from a cold process, and it doesn't have to have warm water mm-hmm. to keep it alive. A tropical system, the whole process has to be warm. You've got the warm water, the warm air, the latent heat, as it's called, coming up from the uh, waters there and just kind of fuels the thunderstorms. And then next thing you know, they get stronger, a low pressure forms. And if they get strong enough, you know, into a tropical storm hurricane and uh, continue to get, you know, high end hurricane. So when, to have that warm water, like you need water temperatures of 80 degrees for a tropical system to sustain itself. And so traditionally you start seeing that in June, uh, you know, the Caribbean, the Gulf of Mexico, Mm all the way through November, still kind of those same areas, but even out in the Atlantic a little bit. So that's why we have that six-month period where traditionally, historically dating back to, I think, 1851 is when records were started. The bulk of the storms occurred during that six-month period. Now, exceptions to the rule, of course. You can get some, like this year we had two storms that developed uh, in May. Uh, Tropical Storm Arthur, or Tropical Storm Bertha uh, didn't impact us, but did impact part of the United States, the East Coast the United States. And this was the sixth year in a row that we had seen storms developing before hurricane season began. Um, so they can happen. Um, traditionally, they're weak. Sometimes they're kind of a hybrid. We call them subtropical because they're part warm core process, part cold por- core process. would so, do
0: those things? I mean, you would think those would cancel each other out and there wouldn't even be a storm. You would think,
2: but they still have enough energy to them to sustain themselves to get the winds, which you need to be like a 39 mile per hour tropical or subtropical type Hmm. storm. So um, sometimes in May, what happens is you get a front that gets out in the Atlantic and then a low forms along the front. And that low can kind of make that transition from being a little cold core low to a warm core as it sits over like the Gulf Stream or something. Mm-hmm. And that's how you can get those tropical systems. It usually impacts the uh, East Coast. Sometimes for front makes it still all the way down the Gulf, same thing can happen. Uh, better of a chance of it happening in the Gulf, becoming a true tropical system, just because the Gulf starts warming up uh, versus the Atlantic.
0: Yeah. So but, that's I mean, historically
2: I mean, when they happen.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, because you, you hear about warm water in the Gulf past november sometimes it just depends oh, yeah. on what's going on but let me ask you this okay so you got the nor'easter that's a cold brew and you got yep. uh and you got uh, uh hurricanes in the gulf so that's uh let's say that's drip coffee so that's a hot hot coffee hot brew. <laughs> um i mean i lived up in new york i never experienced a nor'easter but i experienced blizzards back in the 80s i was touring the country in comedy and i was up in michigan and dude, it's, it's cold. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. And you're from pits- you're from Pennsylvania. So, you know, yeah. that it's like, why, uh, I would think, uh, a Nor'easter only because I can't, I can't stand the cold anymore. I can't deal with it. A Nor'easter <laughs> would be worse than a hurricane because it brings snow and ice and all kinds of crap with it. But, uh, a hurricane, actually more people die in hurricanes from inland flooding from all the rain that gets dumped because people don't realize, you know, how quickly a flash flood can come along when you dump that much water on, on a street that's not used to it.
2: That's right. I mean, you have a surge initially, which, you know, takes some lives. That's just the immediate coast. But you're right. You get some of these storms. I mean, uh, you know, uh, we've had some in recent times where they've dropped 50, 60 inches of rain. Uh, out there. I mm-hmm. mean, so. And that's there. that's
0: what you're going to be experiencing in Birmingham. So because <laughs> y'all catch y'all catch a lot of that inland flooding that far north.
2: Right. I mean, but this systems, like, for example, Harvey, that's the one that hit Houston that dropped almost 60 inches of rain in Houston. Uh, the storm just stalled and sat there for days. Mm-hmm. It just rained and, rained and rained and rained and rained and rained, and they got, of course, widespread flooding. But you're right. As the storm goes inland, yeah. it weakens, but then yeah. if it yeah. has a lot of moisture to it, yeah, that's where you get your flooding.
0: How, how, do you, how does something like that happen? Because we had the, the May 95 floods over yes. here where, where yep. we just had storm cloud up. I mean, you can watch the radar. It would just immediately start bursting out to this giant thunderstorm and then dump a bunch of rain and it looked like it was over. And then another one would just burn up out of the blue and start dumping more and more rain for days. And and Harvey was sitting over over Houston, which it's not it's it's ain't no it's it's not that far inland, but it's still inland. No. It's not a coastal right. city. Where did it keep sucking all that water from?
2: It just there's so much warm, humid air out there, and it was able just to suck it all in from the Gulf of Mexico, and then just and when the system isn't moving and you have a well-defined low like it was, like a hurricane. Um, and it just continues to have so much moisture because what you do is you sample how much moisture is in the atmosphere every day when the weather balloons are launched by the weather service twice a day, they do what's called the precipital water. And basically it's a column of air in the atmosphere. And if you were to take it, think of a washcloth dipped in water and you wring it out, Mm -hmm. you get a, you get a, a total every day of how much moisture is in the air on a normal day. Like today, we're talking not much. Because it's it's fairly mild out there, but you have maybe about a half an inch to three-quarters of an inch of moisture in the atmosphere on a day like today. Mm. When it's really dry out there, you're talking like a quarter of an inch, which is basically nothing. But with a hurricane, you're talking two-and-a-half to three inches of rain. And if you get that you squeeze it out, that is how much rain you can get per hour.
0: And so we can't
1: if it's rain
2: in ten yes. hours. That's
0: yeah. we can handle it. We can handle an inch the first hour, and a half an inch each hour each after that. So right. yeah, so if you get two or three inches in the first hour, and then two, three inches in the second, and third, and fourth, and fifth, that's that's Ooh, where the that's, that's, that's where it. the Game bad over. stuff comes. Yeah. yeah. So, so
2: that's what we look at when we forecast. I mean, even just rain events in the summertime. I mean, you know, we get those afternoon storms that sit over us for an hour, hour and a half five inches of rain done. Now this New Orleans
0: is underwater again because of street flooding. Yeah. What, what I don't understand, but that's just stupid drivers is all them underpasses with the little signs <laughs> that say how deep the water is. And you still get cars going under there. going, why you, your Corolla. You got to park it on the neutral ground, but you're going to drive under, under a train trestle. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> the genius amongst us over there. All right. Uh, let's, let me get into one of the last couple of two, three minutes. Um, you guys are getting, pretty good i'll go the, you got y'all got reamed because one of the storms was supposed to hit right up the river and then turn to florida and alabama uh but y'all are getting pretty good at the actual uh, direction of the storm the cones are getting better for the most part but it's the uh the the prediction of the intensity and the amount of rain these things can drop that y'all still need to work on is that 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 a good yes. guess
2: yeah the accuracy of where the storms are going is getting so good now that uh, the hurricane center's really been able to, you know, in some cases within a mile or two of nailing landfall, which is just incredible Mm -hmm. to get that kind of accuracy. And wait, wait, how
0: big, and how, how normally, how wide is the eye of a hurricane? Let's just say a medium cat too. How wide is the eye itself when you're talking about that's what, that's what they're aiming, what, that's what they're saying is going to hit?
2: I mean, I don't know if there's, the records keep one, but maybe five, 10 miles wide or so, you know, uh, with some of those uh, the weaker storms so I mean if you're getting that right there you know within a few miles saying where landfill is that that's incredible uh, considering the size the storms can be but you're right the intensity is very very difficult and we've gotten a little bit better this year with some of them um, I know one of the few storms that kind of formed down at the Caribbean there especially Delta rapidly intensified before it hit near Cozumel and Cancun uh, and so they were, they were able to look at say, OK, why did it do it? So the next storm that came that direction, they predicted a rapid intensification and it did rapidly intensify, got maybe a little bit stronger than expected. But it's just one of these things, you know, you as bad as it is for hurricane to move over the same area as one did prior to the season, it does give forecasters us a better idea of, OK, when it hit here, it blew up. This yeah. one's expected to hit in that same area. The conditions have not changed since the last one, so we're going to go ahead and say this one's going to blow up too. And in this case, they were able to accurately do it there. But if it's the first time the storm moves over that area, you know, I don't want to say you're flying blind per se. Um, but, you but, you know, but you are. But you are because you don't know. You, you can look mm-hmm. at all the characters and say, okay, historically, when a storm hits here with these conditions, it becomes this. And so you go with a forecast based off of you know history. It's not
0: a forecast; it's a precast. It's like this is what this is what it did before. But it's and like so, everybody looks everybody looks at at the the history of what of what happened and what was going on to make your best guess about what's going to be there in the future.
2: Right, and that's what you have to do. I mean, that that's how you become a better forecaster. Just like I know every day, starting in May June, we're gonna get a sea breeze kicking in, and every afternoon there's gonna the thunderstorms. Yeah. You know, and just you, you just you recognize these patterns every year, and same thing in the tropics. You know, when the conditions match a certain thing to something else in the past, you can say, hmm, everything is matching up like it did with Storm X. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if this
0: one becomes, that's, you know, stronger. 2.0. Yeah. Right. Dave, I, I'm going to miss our conversations, man.
2: I know, I know. If I you in the Birmingham area, you better call me.
0: Well, dude, I mean, you're gonna change your phone number. You're gonna get a different cell because I got your cell number. Yeah, people, you got it. You, you got could it, be in man. Mississippi; people would know. So, where Dave by at? Uh, <laughs> he, he's in Harvey over there. He went hog hunting and he's getting his <laughs> hog process. Little place I know. So, there anyway, you go. well, look, man, best of luck to you. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. well. I'm not. I'm not sorry for you. I'm. I'm glad you're <laughs> going to a, a better gig. It's just, a, you know, we're gonna miss you because you were you were good and you were easy to watch and easy to follow and. Your wife's just a babe, and your your son's a rascal, and uh, and yeah, we're yeah. gonna miss you. He has a well, rascal.
2: Th- well, thank you, I appreciate it. And for all the listeners out there, thank you so very much for welcome- welcoming welcoming you into your home for the last seven years, you know, and trusting me with my forecast and be able to try to keep everyone safe and calm. We've had our storms, and you know, um, you know, I wish everyone the best here, and hopefully we don't have to deal with another season like this one. But uh, you know, everyone who said hi to me from you know the grocery store to church to you know, Mardi Gras to festivals. I appreciate you all. And I hope, you know, you know how much I appreciate everyone in New Orleans. We love this place. And um, we're still going to come back and visit. We're not that far. It's only what, four hours to Birmingham. So uh, we ain't getting too far away.
0: Not too far away. And we'll give you a call if we're sending a storm your way too.
2: Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) All right,
0: Dave, be safe and good luck in the future. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor is Rapid Urgent Care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You'll spend that much time at an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care has got you covered with clinics all over southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID card, your insurance card, or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center just waiting for you to call, save yourself a trip. And now Rapid Urgent Care has home visits and a mobile health unit with two complete exam rooms. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. I scream, you scream, we all scream for beads and doubloons and coconuts and marching bands and walking clubs and tableaus and mask balls and mystic crews and everything else that says Mardi Gras. Keep Mardi Gras what it's always been, a family event before Lent. If you want to help keep traditions alive, go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and join the growing group of businesses, citizens, and carnival entities that want to keep Mardi Gras a safe and happy event without it being regulated to death. Go to
1: MardiGrasAlliance and laissez les bon temps rouler. Okay, so uh, already out of time. Thanks, Dave Newsbaum. Good luck to you. Uh, thanks everybody for uh, listening to the Spudcast podcast. Tomorrow is uh, year in review. In the meantime, you can find me here on Red Circle, on Spotify, on uh, Google, and you can also find me on my Facebook pages, Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell the Big Teasy, And you can find me on Twitter at spudgotdat, at spudgotdat. You want to send me an email or let me know about anything, or you want to get on a list and receive the Spudcast direct through email, thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com, thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for joining me. See you tomorrow, but I'm a gone pecan.